Welcome to Men's Health Monthly with Dr. Tom Walsh, Director of the University of Washington's Men's Health Center and Associate Professor of Urology at the UW, featuring important topics dealing with men's health, including prostate cancer and erectile dysfunction. Here's your host, Neil Scott. Welcome to this month's edition of Men's Health Monthly, featuring Dr. Tom Walsh, Professor, Surgeon, and Director of the UW Men's Health Center, and a pretty darn good friend as well. I'm Neil Scott. This month, we're going to be talking about Movember. I know it's still October, but Movember is coming up. A great opportunity to raise awareness about prostate cancer, testicular cancer, mental health, and suicide prevention. During the month of Movember, it's an opportunity to get together with your Mo bros and your Mo sisters. These are folks who are standing for preventing suicide in men, improving quality of life, helping men take action, and teaming up with great minds, raising funds during Movember, much-needed funds, which result in an everlasting impact on the face of men's health. Nice to have you with us. Our special in-studio guest this month is Travis Harth. He is the co-chair of the Outreach Committee of the UW Medicine's Accelerate Men's Health Campaign. He is an outspoken advocate for change, and change begins in November. And Movember, although it's just a month, really is about making a change, a change in everyday life, a change in your health, a change for the better. Dr. Walsh, we're going to start the program as we do every month with a question from the anonymous inbox. And if you've got a question, by the way, you can just send your questions to Men's Health Monthly at iHeartMedia.com. One comes from the 425. Is there genetic testing for prostate cancer? Really good question. And nowadays, there is genetic testing for prostate cancer. Uh, what we do know is that the same genetic mutations that put a woman at risk for breast cancer mm-hmm. actually put a man at risk for prostate cancer. And there is some lineage that runs between a man and his, his mother. So that today is used to screen men for their risk for prostate cancer. Is, is that routine in a physical? I would not say that it's routine. I would be overstepping my bounds uh, in my personal medical expertise to say sort of what are the specific parts of a man's history that might come out that would say, hey, we should probably screen you for BRCA2, the so-called BRCA mutations. But if there's a powerful family history of prostate cancer in uh, one or two generations, if his mom has a history of breast cancer, if it is somebody who is diagnosed with prostate cancer early in life, these are things that typically should be screened. If you have any questions about men's health, we invite you to send us an anonymous email at menshealthmonthly at iheartmedia.com. Our special in-studio guest this month is Travis Harth. He is the co-chair of the Outreach Committee of the UW Medicine's Accelerate Men's Health Campaign. He is a tireless ambassador for Movember. Now, it used to be called November, but of course it's been changed. Uh, When the challenge goes out to grow for a bro, grow a mo and save a bro. What do you think of that, Tom? I think it's fabulous. You know, I've been partners with Travis for a number of years now uh, where he has tirelessly helped to raise awareness about issues surrounding men's health and gaps, more importantly, gaps in men's health, uh, and help us uh, fill gaps where we need to to throw money at important research that affects men day to day. A lot of people probably have heard about Movember, but Travis, give me the history on the changing of the name of the month and really what it means. I learned about it 
uh, eight years ago. This is my eighth year of doing uh, Movember. A buddy of mine's like, hey, check this organization out. You can, you know, they grow mustaches. And I was like, oh, I can get away with growing a trucker stash and not get in trouble at work. So signed up, had a little bit of fun. And kind of the first year was pretty casual. And near the end of the month was, oh, we should probably raise some money for this because I think that's what it's about. So I got in and looked up. And 2003, there was a bunch of Australians that were kind of hanging out, drinking and skateboarding. And so they were lamenting, like, where'd the mustache go? Like, they were awesome in the 80s. Tom Selleck, you know, this, <laughs> just this this glorious thing that was out there that didn't exist anymore. And so they agreed as a group that they'd grow mustaches. And the next year, uh, in 2003, they grew them and had a bunch of people like, what the heck is going on? And like, realized that people were coming up and like generating, it was a great conversation starter. So by changing your face, they said, well, maybe we could change the face of something. And they ended up selecting, you know, prostate cancer. Uh, they reached out to, I believe, the Australian Prostate Cancer Foundation and said, hey, we're going to do a raise some money. I said, that sounds a little crazy. Have fun. Let us know how it goes. Well, they at the end of the, the first year they tried doing it formally, they raised close to $40,000. Wow. They're like, whoa, this actually does something. So since then, it's grown into a global movement. Formally started in 2003. It had some unofficial roots before that. But since 2003, they've had over 5 million participants. They've funded over 1,300 programs related to men's health issues, uh, specifically prostate cancer, testicular cancer, mental health issues, and just general health. They're focused on research, advocacy, education. I've had some cool interactions. So a couple of years ago, uh, one of the doctors at UW uh, that I'm affiliated with had a project. They're trying to get some funding to finish out a symptoms tracker where guys could go on and enter symptoms and be like, okay, this is happening. Is that normal? Do I need to go to the doctor? Instead of like constantly picking up the phone and like, oh my God, what the hell is going on? So we were able to actually earmark. We raised $52,000 for Dr. John Gore and his symptoms tracker. And we were able to earmark that with the Movember Foundation and the True North and, and Dr. Gore was was a guest yeah, on our program. He has been a guest. Yes, yeah, yes. Right. So he was a direct yeah. beneficiary. So yeah. it's really cool to be able to say that we were locally able to raise money as part of this global movement for November, which takes place in the month of November. In the USA, it started, I believe, in 2007. Because each country now yeah. is set up as their own. They are nonprofit, so uh, a large portion of their proceeds go to. They obviously take a, uh, the administrative portion, but there's a significant amount of every dollar that actually goes to fund research, education for men's health issues. And I think there's like 20 countries involved now. Yeah, they're all over the place. Uh, my brother was in Canada. I went up there in November and, you know, you go to a hockey game and they got hockey players doing it. The NHL, it's actually one of the three organizations that's shared with them. It's American Cancer Society, the uh, Canadian Cancer Society in November. They do hockey for cancer campaign. Really involved. They get a lot of the Canadians are really big into it, but the hockey players, because when they do the beards in the playoffs, they have, you know, they have fun with it. So it's pretty exciting. And they're trying to get it to where it's not just Movember, this focus of men's health for one month. Men's health is an issue for the full year. Every and day. So they're the really year. trying to work on getting the advocacy spread every out. Every minute of every day. Yeah. They've raised over $800 million since inception. Mm. Um, they funded a ton of programs we've been able to fund. There's other ones that, uh, that, you know, UW's gotten grants for. So, well, you know, well, one of the things that we love about being involved with people like Travis and this national movement is that it, it is an international movement. But there's a recognition that, that we want to do these things locally. We're at a world-class institution where there's huge men's health advocacy in the city of Seattle. And so Travis, um, you know, he helps us. The rising tide floats all boats. And so we've been successful, as Travis indicated, in keeping some of those, those dollars that we raise through the Movember movement, keeping them here uh, to do really important, impactful research that affects our community locally. How does it raise money? Um, the easiest way is you go onto their website, www.movember.com, 
and sign up. You can do a profile. It's a Mo space. So you can have a little profile. You can join a team. You can do it by yourself. They make it super easy. There's an app. You can send things out to, hey, I'm you know, participating in Movember. Help me you know, support as I change my face by growing a mustache, changing the face of men's health. We have women. I mean, women are just as affected by uh, guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody has a male in their life. So nobody's immune to this I've, I've potentially known, going, I've known so. some women with mustaches, yeah. by the way. Well, actually, uh, side not, note, there was a woman that won. Not the topic of conversation here, Neil. <laughs> we actually got in trouble one year because we voted a woman. She had the best mustache at November at our oh clothing party. So, And what's easy is it, it, co- it, it literally costs like nothing. It costs you nothing to grow a mustache. It's not a big outgo. It's not a big, I got to donate a bunch of time. I got to donate a bunch of money. You shave seven-eighths of your face for a month. It's not that hard. Not that difficult. Um, you can get on, sign up for a profile, friends and family, raise $5, donate to yourself, and that's all you get. Some people go over the top. I've got uh, Raina Coley is a, a good buddy of mine that I've met through November um, that we've been very competitive over the years, and he and I constantly are vying to try to get the top spot in Seattle. So we've gone a little over the top, but <laughs> it's super easy to get involved. Um, they make it, 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 it's incredibly easy. Just get online, again, movember.com. Sign up for a profile, and away you go. Tom, you've worked with Travis a long time on this. I, we have. We have worked together for a long time. It's been a lot of fun. I actually got to know Tom because one of the members on my team was a prostate cancer survivor and invited me over to, hey, there's this group of doctors, including my doctor, that you know, helped me through my treatment. You know, come on over. I told him what you've done with Movember. Come check these guys out. And I ended up coming over. It was, I think, Dr. Wessel's house probably about six years ago or so. Cool. This sounds cool. You know, another way to get involved. And then kind of found out that, I mean, I'm by no means a beacon of health. I'm uh, obese if you go by the BMI metrics. And I'm constantly, I think I've talked for the last 10 years of I'm going to lose, you know, 20 pounds and I like beer and I like eating and, you know, so I'm probably your typical guy out there, but I have gotten a physical every year since I've graduated college because it's always been free. So I don't know why you wouldn't, but ended up going, I was finding out that there's just really cool things that they're doing that benefit everybody. It's not just, you know, oh, you got prostate cancer and you got surgery, where you go. It's it's the care of life after that I had no idea was there. So working to make sure that, that you know, that there is a potential for a, a husband and wife or, you know, a man and his partner to have, you know, a good, healthy sexual relationship afterwards. Or if you're thinking about having kids, what, you know, they're actually thinking the whole life of the thing. And it, I had no idea of that. So I thought that was really cool. But it was also isolated to what you all were doing up at UW and it wasn't getting out anywhere. And so yeah. it's like, how, how can I maybe help? You know, I'm just a guy, but I've had events where they've come and, you know, Dr. Wright jumped on a chair at my first Brewfest ever and gave a rousing speech about men's health and the whole place like went up in a cheer and it was really cool. And so, you know, doctors are humans too. Sometimes I think you guys get personified. It's just, oh, he's he's in the lab or I'm going to see him and I got to turn my head and cough. But they have the same concerns. They actually enjoy drinking beer with me, which is awesome. And I've gotten to know them a lot better and what they do, which I think is great because it helps me tell people like, hey, there's so many good resources here that you might not be aware of. The Men's Health Clinic, the, you know, they have the Mo Dogs. They're even, I got a Movember team. So, I mean, just- The Mo Dogs, I like it. Yeah. Do you, are you picking up on the theme here? Uh, you know, and I'd like the, you to- The Mo, the better, I'd actually. like to make sure this quote stays in this piece, you know, that doctors are humans too. <laughs> but the- you know, the reality is, is I think there's a lot of important education and outreach that we need to do. And I think that the people who are, are seeing patients in the clinic or doing the research in the labs, what we've learned, are not always so good 
at broadcasting information. And I think that what we've learned from people like Travis is that there are many different vehicles for broadcasting that information, a lot of different ways to get men and their partners involved and, and getting them involved on their turf. What does uh, Dr. Tom Walsh look like with a mustache? Very handsome, actually. <laughs> kind of like Doc Holliday. Yeah, yeah very, very wow. handsome. Wow. Dashing. And perhaps just a little frightening, too. So you will be doing but, it. But I do want to, of course, every, every Movember, for sure. But, you know, here's the thing, Neil. For those of you who don't have a picture in your mind of one Neil Scott, he's got a beautiful full beard. And, but no beards allowed in Movember, is that right? Three rules. What the hell's up with Clean that? Clean shaven on the first. You can't connect to your chin. That's a goatee. You can't connect to your sideburns. That's a beard. So. But I, I want to drive home the point, which is to say that I, a beard's great. I get it. I get it, especially if you haven't had one. But it doesn't quite draw the same attention, okay? The mustache, I mean, it's, you know, it's... We don't see mustaches the way we used causes to. Causes pause. Right? Yeah, it, it causes, there's pause. <laughs> and it's that pause that that's our window of opportunity to open a dialogue. And it doesn't matter who it's with. Uh, it could be a patient, could be a colleague at work, could be anybody. That's the beauty of it. Is that's what's great. Anybody, what is that thing? Oh, yeah. I'm growing a mustache yeah. because of Movember to help promote men's the, health. And you've, the wackier you've just, the better. You've just segued flawlessly into a conversation about men's health. Hey, by the way, when's the last time you had a physical? Or, hey, do you know your family health history? Or, you know, are you going to the gym at all? Or, hey, let me tell you about my mustache. Yeah. <laughs> so it's time to man up. It is. In November. It is. Uh, what else can men and women do to participate during the month? All sorts of things. I mean... So I've, I've got a brew fest I organize. Uh, Flatstick Pub has been great over the years. They're actually, they do a Sunday fundraise program where I've got Pioneer Squares donating a portion of proceeds on Sundays. If nothing else, have a conversation. It doesn't have to be intense. It doesn't have to be difficult. You know, if, if you're a family looking to have kids, do you know what the history of the men in your family are? Was there heart disease? Was there prostate cancer? You know, how did, you know, Grandpa Bob die? I, I love that. You know, this idea of take this as an opportunity to learn something about yourself. If you're not ready for advocacy, if you're not ready for difficult conversations, if you're not even ready to go in for that first physical or that first screening, pick up the phone and talk to your father if you, if you have that luxury or yeah, your mother yeah. or somebody else. Learn something about your own history. Educate yourself. Perhaps one of the most famous mustaches, at least in the world of sports, is quarterback Gardner Minshew, who had that great season with the Cougars and then was drafted by the Jacksonville Jaguars in the NFL. Yeah. And everybody says, well, he's the guy with the mustache. They, they were talking about it. Aaron Rodgers, his profile pictures got yeah. uh, a mustache. Tony Romo was ripping on it, but he also mentioned well, Movember. So it's, you know, it's out there. It's in the, you know. the. Well, so this brings up something that I'm, I'm glad we're going to get into because, um, and it's one of the reasons that I really wanted Travis to be here with us today to, to talk about mm -hmm. this. Because when it comes to men's health, the reality is we're a little behind when it comes to advocacy, when it comes to research, uh, when it comes to a display of sort of tour de force behind, behind a certain health condition. For more than a decade, the National Football League, for example, uh, we frequently see them laced up with bright pink. Uh, we see right. advertisements for dry pink. And, and I say, my gosh, that's amazing. We do need that. We absolutely need that advocacy for breast cancer. 100%. How do we do that for men as well? And I think it's people like Travis that are leading the charge to, to help us achieve that. And I want to be clear, too, that that type of advocacy, that demonstration of support behind diseases like breast cancer, have made real change. 
they have made real change in research into the etiologies and screening for breast cancer. They have made real change in understanding the genetics of breast cancer. And while we are making real change in men's health, we need more. We need that same level of involvement. How can women support men? They can get involved. They can uh, prompt their partners, hey, when's the last time you had a physical? Let's go for a walk. Let's go to the gym. You know, talk to, you know, as Tom said, hey, call your dad up. You know, what family history do you not know about? So I've had women on my team. I've had women raise a ton of money on my team. I've had women just sign up. And, and just the fact that they're supporting is awesome. But they're very good at motivating. I think one of the funniest graphics I saw, and it's not really funny, but it's, I think the first one I saw when I started coming to the council meetings was a graphic that showed the frequency that males go to the doctor. And it was this bell curve where it was really high when they were 15 and 16. And then at 18, it just catapulted down to the bottom of this pit and it stayed there till about their 50s. Well, think about it. Guys are always going to the doctor because they need physicals in high school and their moms are driving them. And when they get their driver's license and there's nobody nagging them to go to the doctor, they stop going. And then they're invincible. And then they get into their, you know, 50s and their kids and their, you know, partners start complaining to them, like, when's the last time you yeah. went to the doctor? Or things and really, you see the curve go or back things up, start really hitting the fan and then they, yeah. you know. I mean, it's, people have this, you know, oh, well, it's, you know, I, I'm, I'm healthy, I'm young or whatever it might be. Jameson, one of the women on the council, Nancy, uh, she founded the um, Family Jewels Foundation. Her son, Jameson, was diagnosed at, well, it was onset at 14 and he waited a year because he was too embarrassed to tell his mom what was going on that hey one of my testicles is larger than the other and there's an issue and by the time he was diagnosed he went through he went into remission and then it came back and it killed him at 20 and she's a tireless advocate and she's you know on her website it says my son died of embarrassment because he was too embarrassed to tell his mom. So how do you get out there and part of the advocacy? There's all sorts of ways you can talk to older men and middle-aged men and young men, but it's like, how do you, there's no set program, but how can we take what they're doing, the good work they're doing and, and get out there and tell high school students like, hey, you know, when you're in the shower, here's how you do it. She has a little nutsack. She'll actually, you know, tell you how to do it. And she will use the term. She'll talk about balls all day long. And, you know, she's got no, no worry about, oh, somebody's going to think. You have to. You have to just have that frank conversation. She kind of goes balls to the wall. Exactly. You know, Neil, we've had other guests on the program that talk about there's a huge difference between how women approach their conversations about their health and how they advocate for one another compared to how men do it. You know, there's a whole cultural, societal sociopathy to all of this. But the more we help to break down those barriers, the more we can avoid travesties like what Jameson experienced. Getting back to what women can do. Well, they can talk to their sons. They can talk to their brothers. Uh, They can set a good example for how to avoid embarrassment. Uh, And we can continue to talk about these things and make men realize that they're not alone. You're not alone if you're experiencing loss of sexual function at age 50, 60. The more you talk about it, the faster you can understand what that may mean for you and fix it. If you're just joining us, you're listening to Men's Health Monthly with Dr. Tom Walsh, University of Washington professor and director of the UW Men's Health Center. The program is heard on the last Tuesday of every month on Sports Radio 950 KJR and the last Sunday of every month at 6.30 a.m. on Seattle's classic rock station, KZOK 102.5. We're going to take a short time out. When we come back, we will talk more with our special in-studio guest, Travis Sparth about Movember, and you should start making your plans now for what you can do to make a difference. We'll be right back.
Did you know that diabetes, heart disease, and prostate cancer procedures can contribute to erectile dysfunction? Many men aren't aware of this or of all the treatment options that a board-certified urologist can offer. Understand your options and learn where you can find an ED specialist in Seattle to help. Visit edcure.org to get the facts and find a urologist who can offer treatment options that work when pills and injections don't. Again, that's edcure.org. This Movember, here's to the straggly mustaches, the lopsided ones, the oddly sexy ones, the itchy, patchy, raggedy ones, the peach fuzz ones, the hey, I look good with this ones, the scruffy ones, the black, blonde, red, and gray ones, the ones grown by dad, the ones grown for dad. They all raise awareness, raise funds, start conversations, and save lives. Because whatever you grow will save a bro. Sign up now at Movember.com. We welcome you back to Men's Health Monthly with Dr. Tom Walsh, University of Washington professor and director of the UW Men's Health Center. And our in-studio guest this month is Travis Harth. He is the co-chair of the Outreach Committee of the UW Medicine's Accelerate Men's Health Campaign. Accelerating Men's Health. That's got a great ring to it. I'm sure people who live in this region of the country see signs uh, relating to UW, which, of course, I'm biased. Fantastic institution. It is. Accelerate is the campaign for fundraising. You know, there are many gaps in things that centers of higher learning, gaps in research, gaps in how we hire people. and Philanthropy and development are a key part of that. Accelerate Men's Health is our specific campaign to raise money for gaps in men's health in combination with efforts like Movember. So for those who are interested in participating, who whether they get involved with Movember, whether they form a team, they donate to Movember, the other opportunity they have is to go to the UW Accelerate Men's Health Campaign, and that's another fantastic place to make a donation. What is that website? AccelerateMed.org, and then you search Men's Health. Movember's great. It's kind of a U.S. organization. It's a global entity. The money raised in the U.S. stays in the U.S. It's not guaranteed that the money raised in Seattle will stay in Seattle. We've had great opportunities to partner with them and make that happen. If you go to the Accelerate site, that is UW stays at UW. So it's a it's a local. So if you want to make an impact locally and know it's going to research here, it's a great way to get involved. We are talking about Movember, and Movember is the leading charity dedicated to changing the face of men's health around the world. And again, you can start on the 1st of November. I have a beard. You have a beard. I got a beard. It'll be gone. So each year you completely go naked on the face. Yeah, I I like growing a full beard because it's more of an impact. Like, wait, what happened? What where'd your beard go? And then it's like, well, I'm starting to grow my mustache. So it's it's a segue into, you know, that conversation and then halfway through the month it's like, what the hell it's is a, that thing? It's the one two punch. Yeah. <laughs> it's the one two yeah. punch. Really. Travis, tell me about the the move campaign. Well, one of the things that you can do that they're encouraging is it's not just grow a mustache, it's it's get up, get active. So they have opportunities where you can set the number of moves you want to do for the month or how far you want to go. I've set 60 miles, so I just went on the other day and timed it out. So it's synced up with my Fitbit. So anytime I activate and, all right, I'm going to go exercise or something, it'll show progress. So I set a personal goal of 60 miles. For the first portion of it, it was like, cool, raising money, we're growing mustaches, but we're not necessarily motivating people to go out and actually make a change in their lifestyle. So it's one more thing that you can do during the month is like, okay, great, you're growing a mustache. One more thing, actually. Yeah, one more thing. Get out and, and move. Whether you want to ride a bike, you know, I, I'm doing yoga. If you want to do whatever it might be, 
if the snow hits soon enough, I'll be able to use my snowboard and get up in the hills. And so it's really just encouraging guys and girls and whoever signs up to just be active. Get a, a movement in a day if you can. Let's, again, review the rules for Movember. Rule number one, you have to get registered. You go to Movember.com. Each Mobro, and we are all Mobros. And, mo- and most sister. And most sisters. The ladies are uh, important, too. Must begin the 1st of November with a clean, shaven face. That's rule number one. So those that are growing mustaches. And those of us who have beards, clean shaven. Yep. Rule number two for the entire month of November, each Mobro must grow and groom a mustache. Yes. Rule number three is don't fake it. Correct. How, How does one, can we just, how does one do that? Fake it. Fake it. Fake it. Sharpies, coffee grounds, chocolate milk. There's Not a, tonight, honey. Litany, I have a headache. of ways Jeez. that you can pro- probably doctor the system. So shameful. No, that's no shameful. Intended, so. Shameful. No beards. Do- doctors are people too. <laughs> <laughs> no beards. No goatees. And no fake mustaches. So you can't. You can't just paint one on. Unless it really starts a conversation. I mean, I would yeah. say I would give somebody a pass. I mean, we'll, we'll have fake ones for the the ladies yeah. at events, so they can they can feel a part of it. Is that they've actually really grown onto it? They'll have the bandito ones I, or like. I, I mean, truckers. I will say I'm funny. I'm pretty sure if I took a sharpie to my face, somebody's going to ask me about it. I can. <laughs> I, and the psych eval would yeah. follow immediately. Actually. <laughs> immediately. I don't know if it'd go over very well with patients. Yeah, but. I don't know that. Uh, <laughs> And rule number four, which is perhaps the most important one, is use the power of the mustache to create conversation and raise funds for men's health. And rule five, each Mobro must conduct himself like a true gentleman. Yep. What does that mean? They actually do a gentleman's mustache ride where they, they dress up in their finest three-piece suits and they, the big ones over in England, but it's it's spread around the world, but... Uh, they'll go around and down in Australia. They'll do it, and it's just a gentleman's ride. And they just dress up in the nines, like just s- spot on, and they go for a, a motorcycle ride. But it's really conducting yourself uh, in good fashion. You want to be a good. A- this is a, this is a global entity. You want to be a good ambassador for it. You want to be a good spokesperson for men's health. If you're out there just to grow a mustache, which cool, but you can do that on your own. This is really just to get people look. Hey, we're all in this together. Everybody's going to be affected. Like we mentioned earlier, there's 100% of the people listening to this that know a guy that might have the opportunity to be affected by this, whether it's mental health, just general health concerns, prostate cancer, testicular cancer. Everybody's got an opportunity to be affected. So every topic that Travis just mentioned, whether, you know, it's your father who's depressed, is at risk, or was diagnosed with prostate cancer, these are all topics that we have had a show and an Mm -hmm. expert to discuss here in this studio. So go listen to those programs if you want to learn more. There's some festivities around this city, right? So this is a pretty grassroots thing. Movember, being a nonprofit, they don't dump a ton of money into like huge parties and, mm-hmm. and spokespeople. It's it's very grassroots. There's a group of us where the militia up here. There's a Facebook page and there's a small group of guys that are very dedicated to it. So we'll try to do a gathering. We've had one um, over in Bellevue the last few years. But again, it's volunteer organized, volunteer driven. Some years we have it, some years we don't. Depends on what everybody that's putting it together does. But there's all sorts of opportunities to get involved and have fun. Uh, you can go to Movember. They've, the website has events. You can look up. There's a heavy presence down in the South Sound. I know there's a bunch of Tacoma boys that have events. 
I've met a lot of cool people. Simon, one of my buddies that I've met, he's a testicular cancer survivor. He plays hockey and was up at a 24-hour hockey tournament this summer that was a benefit to the Fred Hutch. So all sorts of things. Movember is focused on November just because of the nature of kind of how it started. They put Mm -hmm. one month together to grow mustache. But their new focus, and it's always been, it's just becoming more to the forefront as year-round. Like we mentioned earlier, this is a year-round issue. And it's great if you have a mustache for 30 days. You don't need a mustache for a year if you want one. Props to you. I would love that. But at the same time, it gives a fun way to kind of get the ball rolling and you can, uh, you know, schedule a physical. You can go on walks like we mentioned. There's all sorts of stuff that you can do. The biggest thing is just have a conversation. Talk to somebody about it. Find out if there's something in your past. Find out if there's something in your history, in your partner's history. You know, if you go get a physical, awesome. And hopefully nothing comes out of it other than you go get another one the next year and the next year and keep, keep it rolling. Tom, final question for you. How do we clone this guy? The truth is we need more. You're yeah. right. We need more people like Travis to, to preach the word, so to speak. But each year I watch Travis inspire somebody else and inspire new members of our community, inspire new members of the, of the UW Accelerate Men's Health campaign. I would say this is how it begins, but this isn't the beginning. You know, we're into this. We just need to do more. Join Mo Bros and Mo Sisters again Sign up, number one. Number two, start growing. Number three, get your friends and your family to back your Mo. And remember, no beards allowed. But go to the website, Movember.com. Over the, the months, we've made dedicated efforts to talk about really specific men's health diseases. Uh, with, like I said, depression, uh, mental health, cancer screening, loss of erection, fertility. Mm-hmm. And, and I think... This was a time for us to sort of talk about advocacy and talk about what we can do if we're not necessarily worried about our own health, but how we can get involved and how we can reach others. And so I'm really glad we were able to have Travis here with us today. And I'm excited for next month when we get together and I can look you straight in the mustache. Straight in the mustache. One, One more thing. One thing. That, One mo that, thing. That a, a mo sister or a mo brother could do to be an advocate would be reach out and get an appointment with your doctor. If you don't have a doctor, if you need one, if you need to establish a primary care doctor, if you need to see a men's health specialist, call 206-520-5000. That's UW Medicine. We'll link you up. For a good time, call Dr. Walsh. Perfect. Special thanks to my co-host, Dr. Tom Walsh. She is the director of the UW Men's Health Center. And our special guest this month, Travis Harth. You can reach out to Dr. Walsh with any questions or comments. You can call him at 206-598-0937 or email questions to menshealthmonthly at iheartmedia.com. Men's Health Monthly airs on the last Tuesday of every month on Sports Radio 950 KJR at 8 o'clock and on the last Sunday of every month at 6.30 a.m. on Seattle's classic rock station, KZOK 102.5. I'm Neil Scott wishing you good health and good sense in matters dealing with men's health. You've been listening to Men's Health Monthly with Dr. Tom Walsh, Associate Professor of Urology at the University of Washington and Director of the UW Men's Health Center, and your host, Neil Scott.